welcome to the Ecomasaurus podcast. My name is Andy Solhoff. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Tim McDougall. Tim, how are you today? I'm I'm wondering if I have to go to the grocery store later today because it's the day before Thanksgiving and if I have to mix in with all the desperate panicked last second shoppers. I'll hmm. find out. I'll get a I'll get a text in about an hour that will tell me if I have to do that or not. All right. Well, that's uh, you know, a little bit of stress, you know, makes you uh get the get the good stuff. You you'll, you'll be all right. I I believe in you. Uh we we also have the fortune of having our our good friend Parker Harrington in the studio. Parker, what is up? What up? Well, we are here day before Thanksgiving, like Tim mentioned. We're talking 2023 planning. We're talking Thanksgiving. We're talking side dishes and turkey and stuff. And I said, you know what? Let's 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 get weird here. Let's plan 2023. Let's talk about our 2023 efforts. But we have to use Thanksgiving meal similes, metaphors as a topic for the podcast today. So this could either be our, our best podcast or our worst total disaster of a podcast going to be the best we're trying to talk about e-commerce in the context of thanksgiving food so let's do it all right so (laughs) let's just get for starters right so we're planning things you're planning the thanksgiving meal you're planning your e-com it doesn't matter you got to start with turkey and you know what turkey is tim turkey's amazon for us because that's where most not to knock any other channels but amazon is where the majority of our business goes so yeah that's our turkey I think somebody put in here, if you, if you F it up, the meal's ruined. Yes. Um, but if you do it well, everything else, you know, the meal's going to be okay and everything else is going to work okay, right? Yeah. So if we're talking about Amazon, you know, a couple things on this, you know, like we say, main course, so don't fuck it up. Do it right. Cook it to 160 right here. Uh, but, you know, in terms of e-com, you know, what are the things that we're looking for as we get into 2023 that we, we know we got to do well, right? I mean. Uh, let's talk about the turkey guts. Let's talk about Amazon support cases, right? So the guts, yeah, the guts, the guts. We 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 went through. So in prepping for this, as our team, usually we throw a topic out and then we start going back and forth on Slack. So different things came up. The turkey guts came up. The turkey guts are all those Amazon support cases you have to work over the holiday, which we will be working Amazon support cases over the holiday as always because they're important to work. You have to do it. Nobody, if you don't. If you don't pull out the turkey guts and get your hand in there and get those out, it ruins the whole dinner. So you got to do it. Nobody likes it. Yep. Nobody wants to be the person reaching their hand in there, but uh, you have to get it done. So that'll yep. be part of our plan over the holidays. And over the course of the next year or two, just dealing with Amazon support is like a pile of turkey guts. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's no fun. Can that be my pull quote? Dealing with Amazon support is like a pile of turkey guts. <laughs> I love it. Um it is, but you have to do it, and it's necessary uh, for everything else to work. And it's, it's, to be honest, one of the things we spend the most time on yes. and that most of our partners find the most valuable because it frees up a lot of their time, and we're better at it than most people are. So, yeah. Yeah, and if you're looking into it, it's like, hey, you know this is going to happen. It's going to be a thing. You got to deal with the support cases. You're going to get flagged as a pesticide, or you're going to get something where your listing is down, or your variations can't variate, or whatever. So, so deal part- with the turkey guts. Yeah, so Parker, you when you first joined us, you worked mostly on Amazon support cases. That's kind of where you cut your teeth, and you're now doing some of that, but a lot of other things now. But what is your what is your advice on Amazon support cases and how to handle it? Since you have deep, vast experience there, ooh, a lot of experience in those guts. <laughs> so, biggest thing is just persistence, uh, hitting it over and over and over and over, and until uh, it gets fixed. That's pretty much it. Same thing you're doing with the guts, right? Mm-hmm. Leave a little bit behind. You got to go back in there and clean it out. Yep. 
Oh, right on, right You're on. Ready to go up to your elbows in it. The other, the other turkey corollary we have here. So we have an additional turkey one, and that's um, that's. So I will admit, I am way too big a fan of fail videos on YouTube. Uh, way, way too big a fan. Much more than is healthy for anybody. But the there's always right now all the videos of here's the dad who tries to deep fry his turkey by boiling in a big pot of oil in the garage or right out in the driveway who usually sets the house on fire. And if you don't think that exists, you can find hundreds of examples on YouTube, I'm sure. But that, what is, that's part of Thanksgiving. For me, at least, that's part of Thanksgiving is seeing that happen. You're burning so, down your garage. Yeah, you I'm, I'm usually somebody tr- else's. I have a neighbor who almost burned down his garage last year, and I have a, a father-in-law who, who attempted that one time. But that's the, that is, our corollary for that is that's violating your terms of service at Amazon by trying to put, and we've seen this a ton lately, by trying to put a review card in there offering to pay people or give them discounts for good reviews. You just don't want to do that. It can get you, it can look flashy and it can look good and it can boost your sales short term. You get caught and your whole account gets banned. And we've seen, and we just noticed because in things that we've bought, we've been sharing them around internally on things we buy on Amazon. And the number of cards that we've seen that just basically promise people, you know, give us a good review and we'll give you 50% off your next purchase or we'll give you, we'll send you $5 or we'll send you a gift card for this. We've just gotten for a while that died down. That's been way, way up right now. And I think if you do that, yeah, you're you're risking burning down the house with that. Um, and so if you're doing that out there and you don't know that's against terms of service, don't do it. You might stop that. Uh, you right should now. stop that. Stop it. Because yeah, you think how would Amazon know? Well, as soon as somebody returns a product and leaves the card in there, Amazon goes through the returns, looks at all what's in the packaging, see if they can resell it. They find the card and then you're gone. So you last until somebody returns a product and leaves the card in and then you're then you're done and it's just not worth it. So let's move on. The next thing we got, you know, a lot of people do ham, right? Thanksgiving ham. Sacrilege, but yeah, a lot of people do yeah, Thanksgiving hams. Cheese and hams. Yeah. So so ham for us is is your direct to consumer e-commerce store. So mm-hmm. solid, you know, you, I I want to say you got to I mean you got to have it in e-com, but it may not be your number one primary thing you know for, for, some, for some people it is right we'll say might, that as yeah. soon as we say that we'll have people sending in saying wait our direct to consumer our shopify store is bigger than our our amazon and yep. you guys just don't know what you're talking about and there certainly are some fantastic sellers out there businesses that are shopify lead and great reasons for doing that um for us for as we plan for the year yeah ham is the kind of shopify or amazon's our lead for a lot of things and then shopify is the follow-on for a lot of them um it's important it's a key part of the meal. You really got to have both. And we preach you should do both. Uh, Amazon tends to scale a little faster for the kind of ways we work, but you want a good ham. You Mm -hmm. You want a good direct to consumer site, whether that's Shopify or anything else, that's kind of your, the other core part of the meal. Yeah. And you know, you, you just, you need to be able to, you know, direct traffic to where people are going to convert the best. Some people, you know, some people just prefer ham, Tim. I know you're not a ham guy, you know, I am a ham guy, just not for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then the real question is, uh, we'll start with Andy. We know Tim's answer. Do you put mustard on your ham? Bro, oh, I'm not a mustard guy. Just straight ham, probably some, you know, you guys other are stuff just, on top You guys of are it, just but... wrong. You got to have some good spicy mustard with that ham. It's what works best. You guys just don't get it. Man, what are you doing to your ham? What are you doing to that e-commerce store that you need mustard <laughs> on it? What is mustard in for the e-commerce store? I don't even know what the mustard is. The sauce. The sauce? It's the sauce. It's the special sauce? Yes, it's the special sauce that goes on the e-commerce store. <laughs> yeah. Right maybe, on. Maybe we'll make that your tag. We'll take this analogy way too far where it's not meaningless. <laughs> That's tagging all your products correctly <laughs> Yeah, is, is the mustard. 
Yes, I love it. Well, okay. So, so Andy, let me ask you then, because, yeah. well, I asked this question earlier in Slack and you answered it, so I'm going to ask it again here. We're going to relive that moment? Yes. Okay, let's so do it. I'm I ready. said, well, then, if, if Amazon is the turkey and, and your direct-to-consumer side is the hams, the two biggies, what if somebody, what, what's Walmart in this? What's Walmart.com in this mix for e-commerce? My initial answer to this was Tofurky, but I've also, now I'm considering turducken on this as well. So tofu, turkey, or turducken, right? Because Walmart, it's, it's new. It's, it's kind of an also ran to the turkey and the ham. You know what I mean? If you are a vegetarian, you, you know, uh, you're probably going to go with the, the tofu option. But it's not as good as a real thing. I mean, I, I, I'm just going out there that... Turducken, to- by the way, is all real things. It's just three real things combined. <laughs> right. It's, but it's just, it's more comp... I mean, that's where it's like turducken with Walmart. It's more complicated. It's, it's kind of weird and wonky in a lot of ways. It, it has... What's the, the bidding style on the ads is just weird on Walmart. It has been weird. They actually made some big improvements where they changed that earlier this year and they went, we won't get into Dutch auctions and second bid auction styles, but they went to the second bid auction style that everybody else is on earlier this year. Yeah. So I was today's years old when I learned what turducken was. Do you oh want to break gosh. it down for other listeners? So yes. it's a chicken, or no, it's a duck inside a chicken inside a turkey. So you, you take yep. all of those. Stop them all inside each other. <laughs> inside of each other. So three birds, one... One set. It was like John made Madden. famous. Made famous in our house by the Thanksgiving Day football games, where John Madden yes. would bring out the turducken oh. and talk about it, and the the winning team got to dig into the turducken. He would bring a turducken out in the field, right? So that, that rings bells. The turkey legs. They'd give yeah. out a turkey leg to. The, they give the out a turkey performer. leg to yeah. the best player, the best two players, and then the rest of them would get to dig into the turducken. Yeah, which was greeted with horror the first time we heard about it. <laughs> But I mean, but I'm now you can duck. go buy. You can go buy a turducken now. You, yeah, you can, yeah. You know, I mean, that's we that have not, but ex- you can extending this Walmart analogy here. You know, there's potential a lot of upside. You know, duck. There's a lot of good, you know, duck is good if you have you had good duck. You know, there's a lot of good upside potentially with Walmart. So what's, what's Etsy in this in this list then? Oh man, going off script. What's Etsy then? I got nothing on Etsy. I don't know. It's Etsy where you forgot to order anything else when you have to order the Chinese dinner last night because nobody forgot any food. That's pizza. That probably is. It's still good. Pizza. I mean, it's still the pizza. Order the pizza. Yeah. So it's still good, right? It's not bad. It's just you didn't get any of the main courses. But Everybody forgot the main The thing courses. about Etsy, though, is that when I think about Etsy, I think about ordering something and then like maybe three or six months later actually getting it because it's like a homemade thing. Yeah. I know that's not the case Boomer maybe as did. much. But. It is the case for some Etsy stuff, yeah. And there's people I know who have great businesses on Etsy, right? It's not, it doesn't scale the same way other things scale. But Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. What do we got next, Parker? What are you, what are you picking out of here? Oh, I'm just going to go next in line. We got stuffing. This is all your prep work, your listing work, getting all your compliance issues, making sure you don't have a pesticide on Amazon. God forbid. Not a huge fan of stuffing, but it's tradition or whatever, and you need to have it. I am a big fan of stuffing, even though it's not fun to make. Are you prepare. a breadcrumb stuff? I'm, I'm like, there's like sausage stuffing that we have at you our house. You put houses. everything in there. Oh, you put the bread God, and the so sausage good. in there, and you mix it. I get get a little spicy in there. Then yeah, you got to make it something. You don't want this bland stuffing. You might have just been having the wrong <laughs> stuffing part. Got to carb up. Yeah. Well, do you do you cook your stuffing inside the turkey, or do you cook it separate? I 
usually cook it separate. Okay, Although I know there's people who are diehards for the cook inside the turkey. There's just not usually enough. I'm there's team, not enough space inside the turkey. Team outside the turkey, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. For my stuff, you, you could throw it in your turducken, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's really small space, though. You're getting inside inside the duck at the end there. There's, there's only so much space inside the duck. Uh, so, you know, kind of getting on this, right? Like like you mentioned, Parker. So, you But know. it's there because it's it's important. It's it's key to the meal, right? But it's sacred. You have to do it. It's sometimes just a big lump of carbs. Right? <laughs> um, sometimes you have to grind your way through it, but it's really critical to it. It doesn't always get the glamour, but um, in fact, it never gets the glamour usually. Right. But it's really critical to having getting all the listing work done, and especially we've done a ton in prep before this holiday, right? Because that's usually a good signal. November's or October, September, October is usually time everybody tries to freshen up their listings to be ready for the season. Um, and we talked about that last week, even during our podcast. But but yeah, this is you're prepping this in advance. You're getting ready for this, and this is a critical part. It's not the star of the show, but you need to have it on there. Does your metadata and SEO fall under this? For sure. For sure. I feel like those are like getting those types of SEO things in, in order, updating your H1s, mm-hmm. making sure you're focused on all the different things, H1s, page URLs, all that titles. critical stuff that people don't really notice, just like people don't really notice the stuff. It's just kind of there. Yeah. Um, Got to stuff it in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keyword. We're stuff keyword stuffing. In. We're stuffing keywords into the listing. That's how we're drawing this. Oh, geez. So wrong. But uh you know sometimes it feels so right so uh moving on the next one and this you know shout out to rachel uh on this one is uh the next thing we have is gravy and gravy is our advertising so this is you need it so it makes everything a little better yes just makes everything a little bit better you just dump that gravy on there i don't care if you got stuffing yep you got it on the potatoes you got it on the turkey Heck, I'd even take it on some ham. I'll well, tell that's you what that our much. group was first saying, stu- that the gravy's just for the potatoes. And I was like, no, 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 the gravy goes on a lot of stuff. Yes. The gravy goes on the turkey. It goes on the stuffing. It goes on the... Right. So are we white or brown gravy? Nobody answered me in, in chat for that, by the way. And this is a very important question. Is it a white or brown gravy crowd here? So my Thanksgiving is in rural Iowa, and we use brown. Brown, mm-hmm. you're in the Midwest. Brown's going to be the standard, I think, in the Midwest. We're, I, we're in the Midwest here. Ours is like a turkey-based gravy. It's kind of brown, but it's, I don't know, it's like a light brown. It's not like it's a gonna beef. It's going to be a, it's a brown a gravy, beef, though. It's not a beef gravy. It's, so it's not you a, know, a, yeah. It's based on the stuff. Well, if, I, the if I say, like, I was raised on the brown gravy with yes. my, my grandfather from Switzerland, <laughs> right? He made the brown gravy. He spent all day, my grandmother would spend all day making the rest of the meal, and he would do nothing but pour over the gravy pot all day long, seasoning it, and you had to like tell him how great the gravy was. That was a critical yeah. thing. Very important to him. So he was pro- probably also would have been amazing at like Facebook ads or Amazon ads because gravy equals ads, right? He was, he was a pretty impressive guy, but, um, <laughs> but, but he was the gravy guy. Uh, but if you go down south, well, I, I also lived in the deep south for a long time, and it's mostly white gravy there, so it's a very different thing. Hmm. Um, and that's and brown gravy is very frowned upon as like that's not even edible is what the response <laughs> yeah. I would get from many of my friends deep south of like why would you even do that so gravy ends up being white sometimes with sausage in it it's pretty thick well and, um, yeah I mean so what's know, taking so that on a, right like a that's, big that's analogy your mix. goes I don't know where this goes in terms of ecom but that's your that's your mix you know depending on where you're at what kind of product you have maybe you need some brown gravy or maybe you need some white so maybe, maybe you need, need some, some both. Amazon maybe brown gravy is uh, Amazon ads and 
or you know maybe and then you got your facebook ads mixing in there or everything else okay facebook okay. google ads you know all that stuff uh you know we've we've gotten into <laughs> walmart ads we've gotten into what home depot we, we running ads on all sorts tiktok although uh, more to come on that one um so gravy you know just pour yeah. it on there it makes the meal better. That's your. And I'll say when I was first doing this exercise, I went through the mashed potatoes were the Facebook advertising for me because that was. Ooh. And this has to do. Maybe they haven't been that in the past, but and this is maybe my take and nobody else's. But um, Facebook's had a rough year, so. Don't you know, say. Yeah, the the cost of a click's gone up. The amount of conversions off a click's gone down. The amount of targeting you can do. So the industry is generally down. On it's still a vital place to advertise. It's still really important, but. But the industry is kind of down on on Facebook right now. So it's very similar um, to mashed potatoes. So you know, mashed some potatoes down on them. But... A lot of empty starches. There's always too much of it uh, in the budgets usually, um, you know, and they aren't as popular as they once were. So that's that was my mashed potatoes reference, which the gravy reference is better. Yeah. Than Could you also say that everyone thinks they can make mashed potatoes? Oh, oh that's so yes. Good. I think you are right. Everyone, everyone thinks they can do it. Everyone thinks um, they're good at Facebook. Oh yeah, you just make a page. Yeah. Yep. All right, now I run ads, I boost a post. Ooh, mm-hmm. That's really good. Everybody who's boosted a post thinks they're a Facebook ads expert. I know that. And, and that's because when we've opened up positions for Facebook buyers, that's sometimes right. the extent of their experience is I boosted right. a post once. Yeah. Um, those, those people, let's call them instant mashed potatoes because... Yes. They, it's, it's <laughs> yes. No and they're out. just doing the instant mashed potatoes and thinking they're, they're uh, a lead chef somewhere. So um, there's a lot more to it. Yes. My wife recently got a ricer, which I didn't know a ricer is a way of making mashed potatoes, but it's a I special see. tool that makes it in the right kind of flake so it doesn't mush up and turn into a ball of starch. Huh. Had them I, last night. They're pretty good. I have, to, I have to look into that. I don't know how it fits into the, the Facebook reference. I don't know how it fits that, in there at all. Is I just like an know, agency that's like really good? That's your high dollar agency? I just learned about, I learned about ricers yesterday. I'm, I'm, my ricer knowledge on mashed potatoes is one day old. All right. So... To do Other than they were, research on they that. were actually good. Um, so, influencers. What are influencers in this mix? This is when you talked about this. You said influencers are corn. I'm not sure why, but it yeah. just sounds right. I talk, They're just, I'm, I'm they sound right because influencers are full of corn. Um, <laughs> I'm just. It should be self-explanatory at that point. This should be obvious there. Um, I mean, I don't know though. Like <laughs> the way we're using influencers these days is n- well, less for I'll differentiate. Like, content I would producers. say corn is in corny and not as valuable. So that's an influence. Content uh, creators are super valuable, uh, right? So content creators are something else we got to find an identity for here. But the corn of the influencer of the I have this many followers, and really most of their followers are other influencers who are you know they all agree to comment and like each other's posts and. And it's just whatever they're showing off is whatever they got paid the most to do. And that's, that was a big deal. And then it's really fell out of favor the last two years, right? Mm-hmm. As people started to see through it and it became pretty obvious that this is just somebody showing and somebody kind of felt very fake. Um, so content creators we... are, are a good thing to go to. That's, we're, we're doing a lot of content creator work right now. So you're saying we don't need any corn on our plate. For 2023, we don't need influencers. I was just making a terrible play on the word corny. (laughs) Yes. I was just trying to stretch that out there. So our plate will be free of corn, no influencers, content producers. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Content. We have to think maybe it's, maybe it's a hot plate. And if if nobody knows, a hot plate is just what we in Iowa call a casserole. So maybe there's some kind of hot plate. Maybe it's the big Mac and cheese has a lot more substance to it. You can get a little more creative. Mm -hmm. That's what, maybe what the content creators are, but 
but content creators who do an actual real content and they have followings because their content is good about their what they're passionate about and then occasionally yes a brand can slip in there if they like the brand and they genuinely like it because they have credibility so they have credibility they know they know their subject space there's a big difference in us between somebody who's a content creator and somebody who's just an influencer right without without content expertise i feel like as you're putting food on your plate everyone can find a reason in their head to put mac and cheese on your plate if you're throwing corn on there you're kind of just doing it out of ritual kind of feel like you have to right yeah, it's on it's we're in iowa it's man. I know. Sorry corn producing state and we're sorry saying that's right sorry to my corn fed people you know? out there yep. sorry sorry to all the iowa corn people but i you know i'm i'm with you on this one uh if we're talking influencers i just i'm not worried about having those guys on the plate in 2023 so give me the corn on the cob oh mm-hmm. but that that's not thanksgiving yeah we're not talking yep wrong time yeah. of the year for yeah, that not the corn of the cob this is just usually the canned corn the cream corn whatever it is Ooh, can, of this. Corn. can of corn can, can of, of corn, corn. <laughs> move on <laughs> tiktok what's tiktok so we have TikTok as a cranberry sauce, and I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if this maybe is our this is our content producers, right? Because you know you're, you're it's I think like it, cranberry sauce wasn't mine in there, but I thought that was good um, that somebody put into the Slack, and I I read that as it's a little bit spicy. You're not going to have it in big quantities. Yeah, you're going to have just a little bit. Yeah, but it's going to pack a lot of flavor to it. It's going to be a little spicier than the others. Kind of kind of optional, but kind of. If you'd have no cranberry sauce at Thanksgiving dinner, people were going to say you just missed something, but yeah. it's not, you're not going to eat a ton of it, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I liked it for that, but it could be, if you want to make that into content producers, Andy, you yeah, can it do could that. be. It could be. I'm trying to think of it. You know, what I'm, I'm, I'm going back to this is that maybe content producers is the mustard, that spicy mustard, <laughs> because, because it, bringing, bringing us back here, ham is our D to C store, our, our, our mustard. That spicy mustard is gonna just that gonna kick up that ham a notch if you're into that kind of thing. We have, by the way, our entire team. I'm apparently the only one who's ever put mustard on ham before. Which everybody, I, I'm like the alien who's done that. And I, I like mustard too. I just don't think I've put it gone on out of my you way to put cretins. it on ham. I can't Talk believe I'm associated with t- you, Tim, who grew up in the <laughs> Chicago, Milwaukee suburbs, uh, lived in Milwaukee for a while. Like yeah, you're uh, putting mustard and crowd on everything, every, man. So everything has that. So there you go. Or uh, or or growing up some in like deep South Texas where it's it's like you don't put ketchup on your hamburgers or hot dog that ruins the taste of the meat if it's grilled well you don't put the ketchup and that's like a of the deep barbecue cultures like you don't put ke- ketchup ruins the taste of the meat is what they'll tell you hmm. that you don't know what you're doing uh, if you do that so so quick those question were influences on me yes what kind of mustard is it the yellow the oh, no, spicy you go for brown a good, good spicy brown heck yeah. What a good is the spicy other one? stone like ground. Stone ground. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was going for. Missing my wife's favorite is honey mustard. Oh, sweet. So, I don't know. We got all sorts of different kind of content producers. We got TikTok mm-hmm. content producers. You got. We're yeah. talking. Bring this to the mustard. So they're TikTok. Are they doing? Uh, is that is that a, a weird cranberry and mustard thing? Is what you're trying to get to here? <laughs> could be. It could that, be. This is getting weird. <laughs> yeah. What are the this odds? Is getting, this is getting <laughs> kind right of freaky. After this. <laughs> so yeah, I I love you know. Uh, TikTok, you got to have a little bit of you know cranberry sauce. It's growing, uh, yeah. You know, bringing it back to the TikTok, TikTok cranberry sauce, growing. Important to try out there. You might might throw some little bit of cranberry sauce on your uh and your D to C store. Try to get some uh traffic that way. I love the content producers as mustard though. I do. I think that's (laughs) perfect because 
you know, legit, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you probably, maybe you haven't tried it before. Parker and I haven't tried the mustard on the ham, but should we try uh, uh, content producers with driving traffic to our e-com store? Yeah, we probably should. That should, probably should be something that we do in 2023. Tell you so. when, I, when I lived in Milwaukee, my favorite restaurant was a little Jewish deli that was like three blocks from my house, right? And they had authentic corned beef, like the kind mm. where you're pulling it out of the water mm-hmm. and cutting it in there. And with that, if you don't slab a ton of either mustard or horseradish sauce on that when you eat it, they just look at you and like, you're going to get sick. You're, like, <laughs> you're not doing it right. And they will actually stop you and like Jewish mother you to like, no, you need to slab a ton of mustard on that. And for them, ham would be included in the same category as the corned beef. But yeah. I love it. Well, not at the Jewish deli. There'd yes. be no ham at the Jewish deli, but the corned beef it's would be right slattered there. down there and the ham would, ham kind of fits in the same, in the same meat category. Um, Moving on to the next one. Salad. Where, so I like this one. I like what the salad is here. Anybody want to say what it is? We got inventory management. Yep. Inventory management. So the, you're laying the table. You got you to set that out in advance of everything else. You got to manage your inventory way in advance. It's the first thing you have to deal with. It's been this year the biggest crisis. We talked about it a lot last week. So we don't need to talk about it again right now. But it's been the biggest crisis in the Amazon seller uh, community this, this last couple months. But laying that, laying the good salad down, you're like a good drummer who's laying down the beats for the rest of the band, just laying, laying the bed of salad for the rest of the instruments to come in. You got to lay down the bed of salad of inventory management so everything else can work without talking, that. It doesn't work. We've got to differentiate. We're talking lettuce salad here, right? We're talking greens we're talking or maybe a, We're spinach. talking a traditional salad. Yeah, we're okay. talking the salad salad. Okay. We're not, we're going to go, let's, well, let's jump right into the, the rando salads next. So, well, there's, there's, well, there's controversy. two there's controversy, controversy on this. So year. I want I want to go with one here real quick. Okay, do it. So, so there's there's we have two entries, and you know not all of us always agree. So there's multiple conflicting definitions of what the salad is and all this. But I'll put in my two cents for what the fruit salad is. And fruit salad in my in my family, I don't know about yours, is like required. You have to have a fruit salad with Thanksgiving dinner, um, and that's probably just unique to us. I don't know. So we, only, have, we have fruit salads. Sometimes. Okay, yeah. But to me, that's that's email because we went through this entire list. So the initial list we put of all the things you could have for Thanksgiving dinner did not include fruit salad. And then all our commentaries about what the things you needed to include in e-commerce did not include email. They're both required. So to me, fruit salad is the email. Everybody forgets to talk about it. It's really important. It's really good. Everybody likes it once you've done it, but everybody forgets about it. See, and I, I first talk about it. I right? said all the the random salads is email, and when I'm talking random salads, uh, uh, shout out to my sister in law. She makes a strawberry pretzel salad. that's like pretzels and like yep. whipped cream and strawberries and stuff. It's delicious. Uh, but we're talking potato salad or pasta salad. If Oreo fluff, you know, get an amen on the Oreo fluff here. But those aren't required, <laughs> though, right? Those amen. are those are bonus extras. So well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that they're they're add-ons, right? Uh, that sometimes get forgotten, just like the fruit salad. I think we're I think we're on the same page I was, here. I was thinking when you were saying add-ons, I was thinking, okay, is this a widget you put in the Shopify site? Is this a special Ooh, discount offer? That's a good point. Here's little one-time things that you put in there that aren't your regular stuff all the time, right? So you're doing a special bundler app on Shopify for the holidays because you want to offer yeah, a product like that. You're ruining those my are all those here, Sam. those are all those little special things that you may not think of right away. You're gonna you're going to try them out. They're not required, but they're nice options that put a really can be nice big wins, right? See, That's where I was thinking. Cause, see, and the cause thing, Oreo would, fluff, as much as I like it, is not a required but for, here's, for Thanksgiving here's the dinner. Thing, though. Here's the thing, though, is the rando salads, right? The Oreo fluff, Snickers salad, all this stuff, right? 
Is it okay, by the way, Parker, to call them rando salads? We're not affecting. We're not offending anybody. I just oh yeah. To check. Okay. I, I was just trying to make sure I didn't offend my mom here because <laughs> one of my favorite things at Thanksgiving is the salad that she makes, and I don't know what to type into Google. What is, other what than is her all, rando salad? What is your walnut mom's? cranberry and? Like, oh yeah. I I go back for a second plate of that Walmart cranberry and, rando and see, salad. Here's where, here's where I'm is? at on okay. this. Right? Is this is I think the random salads are like email because you literally could have nothing but random salads. And, and that could be your entire meal almost. Like if you do email correctly, if you have an, a large enough list, if you're able to acquire a Wait, list. So you're going to go to Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to make your entire meal out of the rando salad. I'm saying there's- You're a freak, Andy. Random you're crazier than I knew so about. Good. Potato, potato salad, pasta salad, like just, you know, get a little bit of this stuff. And you could like, you know, right now, biggest time of the year for email. If you can, you know, be working uh, some of the other stuff. Obviously you need ads and some other things to get into it, but you could- totally make it through a, a meal here just fo- focusing more I, and more i think on we can email, agree so. though that if we don't resolve this the world doesn't stop spinning <laughs> right yeah i think we'll be okay yeah in any case email probably one of the under invested in uh you know traffic generation uh conversion uh systems in the e-com yeah. world i know uh, one of the podcasts i i follow where they you know when they talk about clients they say well how many emails have you sent this week have you you know, yeah. How many automated emails? How many? Well, especially on the DDC kind of side, that's yes. that's where you make your money on the direct to consumer side is building that list and getting the repeat purchases on email and be really good at that. Yep. So probably need to invest in some random salads or fruit salad, either or. But Andy, to... tell us about the sweat potatoes. Oh gosh, sweat potatoes. Sweat potatoes, it's not sweet, sweet po- potatoes because they weren't on our list, but sweat potatoes were on the list. So, so tell us about the sweat potatoes, Andy. So sweat potatoes are what happens when you put a typo into Slack. <laughs> <laughs> but we decided we're running with it though. We're just staying with sweat potatoes. So what, what is the sweat potatoes then? Because sweat potatoes, is, it sounds disgusting, right? So what, is, what are the sweat potatoes in this mix? Uh, I had that as related to like... Uh, Sort of other uh, things that you just need to need to have. I can't remember where are we at here. I was gonna throw a stray at wish.com. Throw it. Throw it. Oh, ooh, interesting. Throw it which at wish.com. wish.com. Ah, okay, that can be the sweat potatoes. Hmm. Trying to buy an Alibaba over the holidays. Yeah, that can be a sweat potato. Yeah, an actual sweat potato. <laughs> you could actually get a sweat potato there. <laughs> a literal sweat potato there. And you could get it for less than you could buy it in the U.S. <laughs> Oh, right on, right can on. I, can I throw one in here? This is not a dish, but this is, um, we all had the family members, uncles, whatever else, the ones that you see mainly for the holidays, the ones that send out all the random conspiracy theory emails all the time, and the ones that refuse to obey what should be a sacred family Thanksgiving rule of we're not going to talk politics at the table. Anybody else have some of those family members? I got one of those in the family. Okay, yeah, I got, I got plenty. I'm not naming names, but my family knows who they are. <laughs> but I'm calling them out. <laughs> so that I did put that in there because that's part of my holiday experience usually. And that that to me, that was all the uh, third party hijackers and uh, undercutters and counterfeit sellers that you have to deal with all year long. Those are those those are those family members. They're, yep. in, they're in the circuit there. It's not pleasant. You just got to figure out a way to deal with it. And get around it. And Be better. It. Yep. Parker, we got a couple left. What do you got? What are you? What are you picking out on this list here? Oh, mm, let's see. You want to go apple pies versus green beans, Parker? I was looking at apple pie versus pumpkin pie. Okay, 
So I'm looking at pies as a whole. I'm not really seeing these as any different because we don't need to. There was some to. pumpkin pie hate in our Slack. So I there's definitely some people who pumpkin pie is like the worst thing you can think of. And not everybody has to agree with that. I'm just going pie in general. This gets back to the Oreo fluff. Just lead with your best sellers. You know they're there at the end. I tend to sneak a piece in the beginning. Maybe with the salad, maybe before the salad. You got to have your pie. I love that. So stock up on the pie. Have plenty of pie because no matter how much pie you have. So no matter how much inventory you put in place of your best sellers, it's going to sell through during this holiday, especially with these inventory caps that are in place right now. And so your advice, just we need to stock up on the pies. You need to, no matter how many pies you have, they're all going to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Focus on the pie first. Nobody ever says this leftover is too old. We're going to throw it out if it's a pie. Because yep. it doesn't get there. It yeah. doesn't ever get there. Yeah. It's the gone. green beans, though. So I'll, I'll let you talk about this. this is, I think, you, Tim, you brought this up on a client call. And yes. Some, and uh, somebody really loved the idea, the concept of, of uh, th- this podcast. Yeah, I, I mentioned it on, on a client call, and this is a great client, but he went, he went, he went to town on it, so he kind of took it away. I mean, and it was the uh, apple pies versus green beans was, his, was, was the apple pie. You don't, need to, you don't need to spend a lot of money right towards the house. You want to spend money in advance and get them promoted, but then they're going to get their own momentum. Mm-hmm. And you may not need to add more impressions to the apple pie because people are going to find the apple pie. Those green beans, though, those are your slow movers. And you may need to spend a little more. You may need to drop your price. You may need to make them more attractive somehow because those green beans, if you don't do something, they're going to be left over at the end of the holiday and you're, not going, to, and you're going to have too many green beans on hand. Mm-hmm. And you're going to end up throwing some of them out. And that was, that was his, which I appreciate that analogy quite a bit. I think, Chris, if you ever listen to one of our podcasts, Chris, <laughs> thank you very much for that. Um, but yeah, he was, he immediately went to what should be putting impressions behind and you're going to need more impressions, impressions on those green, green beans, beans where at some point you're going to realize the apple pie has its own momentum and you don't need to, you don't need to tell anybody else you have apple pie for sale because it's, yep, it's going. I like so that. you're like going to need to dress up the green beans and turn it into a green bean casserole. You might need to dress it up, put a little bake. You can put bacon on things, yep. right? That's bacon. the, so putting bacon on green beans, Ooh. like we would be adding a discount coupon on it or something like that. So just make it a little more attractive. I yep. can get down. Yeah. Make it into a bundle with something else. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So I, I do want to shift over. There's, there's a few takes from the team that I really like. Um, a couple things. So I'm going to start off with Ted's. Is, so this is, you know, just going to read the Ted's response here. When I start building my plate, I like to keep everything separated so I can taste it individually. Then whatever tastes the best, I eat a lot more of. Eventually, I'll mix up my foods into strange looking but delicious things. So... As it relates to e-commerce, the thing that I love about Ted's perspective on this is that being able to, as much as you can, separate your channels, uh, you know, see what's working and then what is working, then double you down double on down working, on it right? and you go and you go hard on it and, and then just eat until you can't eat anymore, right? Which is good because Ted went that analogy and couldn't figure out where he was going with it at the end. <laughs> he said- <laughs> and it's because his closing comment was, now I'm confused. Are we talking um, about real So you actually, food? you turned it, so Ted had a brilliant insight there and you actually helped him pull it out of there then. Yep. So that's, that's what I love about that is, you know, as we're looking into it is having the mix of your budget, having the, you know, sort of planning to have some flexibility in our, uh, what we got going on for next year to make sure that, Hey, we can double down on what's working, and that we don't get like super locked into having to do something, uh, you know, any one way or the other. Can so, we say Sonny's take? Because I just saw Sonny's take on here, and I didn't do it. Do it. Do Sonny's it. Sonny's take is 
uh, in this list of, because we sent out a list of here's all the Thanksgiving, the list we forgot the fruit salad on, right? And we had the sweat potatoes on. Yep. But Sonny's point was, we forgot to list booze <laughs> on there. And that was, and he, with exclamation marks, you forgot, forgot to list booze. booze. Uh, which is a, the staple at the uh, Solhoff uh, uh, Thanksgiving most years, but I couldn't come up with a reference. I don't know what sure, through the is, I don't know <laughs> what the booze is. I, I'm not sure what it is, but but yeah, it's cash probably. <laughs> Ooh, it's the credits that Amazon or Google would give you to spend on advertising. Ooh, I okay. like it. I like Get it. Get drunk on the credits. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully not too drunk. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, bringing something more. The other the other thing on Sunny's that he put is that I'll take everything on the list. Thank you. Yes. And the thing I like about that is that, you know, okay, we might not be able to do everything all at once. We might not be able to get all this stuff on one plate, right? But it's important to try to be aware of sampled, you know, as much as we can. Because if we don't, we don't know what we're missing. So try well, as Andy, much as you can. You're everything. getting deep, Andy. Yeah. I th- that's why it's like, you know, we, we got some different takes here that, um, you know, whether we're talking Thanksgiving dinner or, you know, holiday dinner, or if we're talking, you know, e-commerce, it, it all makes sense, right? This there. is philosopher Andy. Talk mm-hmm. to me, philosopher Andy. Yeah. Yep. And then, Parker, I wanted to get the thing you had to take in here that I really liked around now turkey and ham. We're going away from the Amazon. It, it messed with our turkey ham analogy we use for this, but you had a different turkey ham which, analogy. Which right? I also which I also really appreciate. For sure. So essentially I was just saying that turkey and ham, they are your product or service that you're offering. They're the main course of the meal. A well prepped or cooked turkey sells itself makes the rest of the meal much better yes which is great right like sometimes people forget i think and they think you can just market your way out of anything but if you have a burnt turkey or ham with not mustard on it i don't know um you know then it's it's probably it's not going to sell if you don't have a good product refine the product get more product and Make that the, make that your uh, core offering. And what about napkins, Parker? You you were you were going out about napkins before we started recording here. So I was trying to sneak napkins into this. <laughs> napkins are necessary. Big, big napkin guy. If anybody <laughs> yeah. knows Parker, he's a big napkin guy. By was, the way, wh- while on this podcast, I was looking at the shirt I'm currently wearing, and there are stains on it. And I was thinking, napkins are necessary. Yes. Yeah. So, but that stains on your sleeve. So, would the napkins even have helped there? Won't know. Yeah. There weren't napkins necessary. Uh, That's a hypothetical nearby. situation. We're not here to deal with hypotheticals. I got to toss it to philosopher Andy on that one. <laughs> yeah, no. We're comparing food to e-commerce. We're not here to deal with hypotheticals like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not sure. I mean, napkins are necessary. So I don't know if that's like your that's your team or that. I'm not sure what the napkins are, but absolutely necessary. You Contractors get- to clean things up. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll buy that because you bring them in when you need to. Uh, make sure those reimbursements get get pulled back. Yeah, you know, make sure you got uh, you know got coverage where you know maybe you may not have uh, have coverage with those. Get those uh, contractors in there for you. All right, that works. I love it. I love it. Well, I think this this brings us to a close here. I hope uh, this has been enjoyable. It's been fun to record with you guys. With you know, as we're looking at 2023, you know, focusing on the turkey. Let's get some Amazon working here. Uh, Keep growing the ham. Keep growing the ham. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, would love people's feedback. Where did we miss? What did we uh, not uh, get on our, our plate I think, here? I think as long as we got the sweat potatoes in there, I think we're good. It's I all think. big on the sweat potatoes. One little typo. Anyway. <laughs> Appreciate you listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, everybody. Bye.